Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here, your host. This episode features the return of comedian Liz Zagoni from episode 176 over three years ago. She's back. New stories. This is the last podcast of the year. What a year it has been. COVID's over. All types of things are over. I don't know. Uh, really a great year. I'm so happy you guys tuned in and continue to tune in. I really appreciate it. I didn't think there'd be 350 some episodes of this podcast, but I think we're almost there. Uh, I thought, who knows? I didn't think it was going to happen, but here we are. I'm, I'm glad you're still listening. Numbers are still good. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. If you haven't reviewed, please review. All that shit helps greatly with my algorithms and gets me shows and all kinds of good stuff. Speaking of shows, I will be, um, where will I be? Oh, I'll be at Tulsa at the Looney Bin, headlining, or co-headlining January 4th through the 7th. Return to Chicago for Drink Day Laugh, the new Drink Day Laugh, Sunday, January 8th. Uh, come check it out. Um, then I'm at uh, the Laugh Factory in Chicago, January 13th. Then in Saugatuck at Coral Gables, January 14th. In LA, January 15th through the 18th. I don't know exactly where yet, but if you check my website, Paul F. Comedy, you'll be able to find out. Denver uh, Comedy Lounge, January 20th, 21st. Um, then headlining Laughing Tap at the end of the month at uh, January 27th, 28th in Milwaukee. Uh, so please check it out. Tell your friends if you have friends in Tulsa, Denver, uh, LA, or uh, Milwaukee. Um, to come check me out. It really helps a lot. Um, that's it. Thank you so much for all the another great year. Hopefully you guys had a great year and next year will be better for all of us. Check out our sponsors too. Okay. I know it's all fun and games. My Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Uh, PaulFComedy.com. You can get your shirt as always, but here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to, or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own, and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing, someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law. Whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro, 312-627-1650, scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. Okay. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here, your host. This episode has no voice of reason, but I think we're reasonable people. 
We I have think a, so too. We have a, a return guest from all the way back in November of 2019, episode 176. You might remember her, Liz Agoni. Hi, Paul. Thanks for Hi, having me. Hi. Thanks for coming back. Yeah. We're doing a lot of catch-up episodes with people uh, to see where they're at since they last been on. And I didn't think that you, I thought it was, I didn't think it was so long ago that you were here, but yeah, it was like three three years ago. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. Pre-pandemic. What, uh, what's changed? You're not single now. I heard you got married and have kids. <laughs> That's impressive. No? No. Close. I dated a guy for like a year a year and i'm single again a year where was that here so you've since you've been here mm-hmm. liz zagoni hilarious comedian here in chicago since you've been since you did the episode you've you've gotten bigger you're a big social a media big person yeah, yeah. you got like millions of followers on your tiktoks mm-hmm. and and myspace all that cool shit mm-hmm. 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 now i have a um one viral video millions. but i do have yeah, yeah it got like 6.7 million views. And you went to the, the City of Angels. You I moved did. to Los Angeles. I did. I'm a, a, a an Angelino. Actually, Angel- I think you have to live there for like 10 years before you can consider, consider yeah. yourself. You're six months, six months there? No, just over a year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I moved okay. November of 2021. Okay. So you're past the hump. Usually it's the year of, is the hump of Oh, LA. that first nine months was rough. Brutal. Yeah. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. So you, you've come back to Chicago for the holidays. We're yes. recording this. Um, how the guy you, you said you were dating someone. Was that here or in LA? That was in Chicago. So okay. we dated for like a year during the pandemic. I'd say like fall of 2020 to like June-ish of 2021. And then we broke up, but still, you know, saw each other, hung out, would dog sit for each other. And he was actually the one who convinced me to move to L.A., because he was so sad and wanted me gone. And I <laughs> fell for it. And I was like, oh, you think I'm really good and funny and talented? And uh-huh. Really, he just wanted Chicago to himself. So. Was he a comedian? Yes. Oh, no. Okay. They did do that to you. Yeah. I did. He tricked me and I fell for it. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, and are you guys still friendly? Um, I would say so. Okay. He... We, like, are friends on social media. I know that he, like mutes me from time to time because i i post a lot you know i don't think you post a lot Thank well you. i post a lot so you i figure also, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> just what we do yeah, or, yeah. um i he's told me that he has to mute me sometimes because it's hard looking at my instagram and stuff so i don't blame him but um last time we talked he like facetimed me randomly to like tell me something funny and we had a good back and forth and you know since I oh, I do. Like, okay, now I do remember. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember. I was like, the whole time you were talking, I'm like, like, I didn't Who? know you dated another comedian, <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, I, two that didn't work out. So. Yeah, yeah. So, did you learn your lesson, or what? You would think so, and then since living in LA, one of like, <laughs> actually, two of the three dates I went on were with comedians, stand-ups. Uh, one is like a he like is a stand-up but he does a lot of sketch okay and he does a little bit of acting and so we went on a first date and i was like oh he's a kind of like oh here he is with a microphone I'm, i found him on bumble oh okay so i was but i was like oh he's really cute and i was like oh i don't know but then i swipe right and like he swiped right and then he extended it i think because i really only talk to people if they extend it extending like, is after 24 hours yeah, yeah i'm right. like how bad do you want me to reach out to you mm-hmm. and then i we 
went out and we had a lot of fun and we actually had some mutual friends okay in chicago and like the date was great and we smooched and then we went on like a kind of half date a few weeks later and it just kind of fizzled out and nothing happened so that was like fun no bad yeah whatever um and then the other guy we were like friends we're probably more like uh equal plane we're like probably as far in our careers equally, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And we're friends. He'd always had a girlfriend since I've known him. And then he like had recently broken up with her and was like, we went, we were at a show together and he was like, I feel like someone's going to ask you out and you're going to have a boyfriend soon. So I don't want to miss my chance. Will you go out with me? And I was like, sure. So we went on like one date and then that also kind of fizzled out and like. This is in LA? Yeah. Okay. And it was like nothing happened and he wasn't very like wasn't trying to mm-hmm. i don't know have like a second date what did you do on the first day the first day was really fun we went to malibu and brought our dogs and had a little beach picnic okay yeah. so why didn't he want a second date liz it was just like well then he like invited me to we like went to go see his friend's comedy show and like he got pretty fucked up and i was like oh and then this is my favorite part is i Paul, it, it, I've, I'm going through a dry spell, okay? It's been a dry year for old, old Liz. And uh, and I was like, okay, if I'm not going to date this guy, he's really not someone I would see myself dating. Maybe I'll but, just... Yeah, get, have, a little, get it in. Yeah, you know? And then we're out, and he's like, all right, what's the next move, everybody? And everyone's like, oh, I'm, we're going home, we're going home, whatever. And I was like, we can just go back to your place. And he's like, yeah, we can go to my place, and then we can go to the bar down the street. And I was like... Yeah, or we can just go back to your place. Was he, you think he didn't get the clue or, I mean, now I'm sure he's like, what the fuck? I I don't know. Like literally. Maybe you're intimidating to him. Are you like out of his league if he wasn't a comedian? I don't think so. He's, he's, he's. Good looking dude. He's more attractive than the average comedian for sure. So like, it's not like, and his, his girlfriend was super cute and young. So. Maybe he wasn't, maybe he wasn't into it. Totally. Did you look good that day? Were you farting and shit? (laughs) Was your arm hair out? (laughs) I'm just trying to figure it out. I think he likes my arm hair. Most guys like my arm hair. Guys who are trying to fuck me like my arm hair. Really? See, I'm a hairy guy, so like that's such a turnoff. You're like only one of us can be hairy. Only one person. Yeah, it's it's a double standard. (laughs) I know, but yeah. You want to get your leg hair locked together? Yeah, that would freak the fuck out of me. I would get mad when my girlfriends wouldn't like shave their legs or something. I'd be like, oh, come on. Even though it's their bodies and they can do Uh, what they want with it? But if we have to share a bed, it's my bed or their bed or whatever, there's got to be a... You didn't want to shave your legs for them? No, my... my They don't... It doesn't hurt. My my hair is (laughs) soft. I haven't shaved my legs since since whenever I had to shave them. When did you shave your legs? Mmm... No, I shave my arms. I never shave my legs, I don't think. I've waxed my arms before to see what it was like. That's probably why they're so hairy now. They're No, they've always been like this. <laughs> Even before the waxing? Oh, yeah. That's okay. why I waxed them. So so in hindsight, you just think he just was a drunk or he was drunk. He didn't see he the just, signs. Like, he likes to party. Yeah. He was like had just broken up with his girlfriend. Definitely didn't want to date, but also I didn't want to date. You just want to get. Yeah, but still, it's like a freebie. Yeah. Why wouldn't he take that? Right. It was weird. And then we hung out like a couple of times after that. On Halloween, I was out with some work friends. We like ended up back at his house, like a small group of us and just, you know, stayed up till 830 in the morning and partied. And I was like, yeah, this is 
this isn't someone I would date anyways. So Right. Still and didn't get it in with that guy? No. Huh. No, because there's other people there. Right. So that's the best part about the second time when I was like, oh, let's go back to your place. We're, I'm like laying on his bed because he lives in a studio apartment. So I'm like, I'm like, oh. You're so comfortable here. Come join me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, did you want to <laughs> come sit down? And he's like, oh, Blair's here. And then he opens the door and his guy friend comes over and he's like, hey. And like his friend was super fun and I loved hanging out with him. But I was like, dude, you're your own biggest cock block. Yeah. And the friend was like, dude, why'd you invite me over if you have a girl here? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, like, oh, yeah, I guess Liz. I... Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, man, I can't even like have sex when I'm like trying yeah. to casually fuck someone right. I'm not interested in. Such bullshit. I know. What? Uh, okay, so that was two. You said you went on another date in L.A. that was a non-comedian. Correct. He was a TV producer. Uh-huh. Because it's so hard casting to escape. Cr- casting couch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he catfished me. He he was very nice. We matched again on Bumble. His pictures were super cute. He was like, um, he posted pictures from probably like 2017 or something. And I get to the day. As he was, you do. Yeah. He was very forward with like, do you have any, uh, I'm very considerate about like, do you have any dietary restrictions? LA. Is this, yeah. Is this restaurant okay? It's a great place. I've been there. I think you'd like it. And I was like, oh, I eat everything. I, that sounds great. He's like this time, this place, whatever. I was like, wow, this guy's really like taking the reins and I love it. So I show up. And our table wasn't ready yet, so I like meet him like at the host stand or whatever. And he's wearing this like sloppy black like hoodie, and he was like maybe like fifty pounds heavier than he looked oh, in his pictures. No. Yeah, and he also like definitely lied about his height. And like I'm not like I when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, I'm not gonna fuck anyone under six foot, even though I've dated guys under six foot. But now I'm like, I don't even care. Like, yeah. As long as long as you're taller it's than me, it's been a me, while. Yeah, yeah, and I'm five three. So like, if you're taller right. than me, I'm like, okay, I'll, you're in the sure. running. Okay, but this guy <laughs> was just like a big schlub. You know? Sure, and we sloppy. Said, yeah, sloppy. To Not where, shaved, balding, glasses. He was probably balding. He wore a baseball hat, so I was yeah. like assuming he's balding. And I for a second, especially on a first date. Yeah, I had a second where I was like, should I just turn around and leave? But then I was like, no, Liz, that's going to give you bad karma. So I went out, I, we sat down and had dinner and the conversation was so boring, but it was, <laughs> it was educational. I felt like I was like interviewing a, a TV producer and like, so you learned about the biz. I did. And like how Could he come got in handy into later. it. And yeah. And he worked for Food Network and I was like, I love Food Network. I wish I was Jada De Laurentiis, you know, but, and then he like asked how I got started in comedy and like. Whatever, and we ate a lot of delicious things, and I got a nice little buzz, and we went our separate ways, and we never talked again. Aww. But it was nice. It was like a mutual. Like he also felt yeah. that I wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's those are always good signs when you're both on the same page on a date. That it is kind of a a, a two double edged sword, right? Because you can't date stand up. Well, you can because you don't give a fuck. <laughs> but like. When you do, when I do go on these dates, it does feel like they're interviewing me about stand-up comedy. Like, okay, so how'd you get in? It's like, I won't like at the point now. I'm like, hey, I got this thing on Twitter that's 
that interview they interviewed me for something like go read that like, let's just talk <laughs> about something else and i said that to someone like oh sorry i'm like yeah i don't want to talk about like it is how so i exhausting. started yeah. 50 fucking times and then you do it in podcasts and everything like that but yeah i get it but then yeah but you're in LA where there's a lot of people that are comedy adjacent who have the schedule aspect of, you know, you're in the industry too, or in the, you know, the, the service, service industry. industry. Yeah. So you have a lot of that. So there's a lot of opportunities to meet people that are not stand up comedians that understand the grind. Yeah. So you're in the right place. Yeah. It but is. you're still not, not finding anyone. What the fuck, Liz? I know. And I... Well, you have more competition, too, because there's a lot of you're very attractive. You're a Chicago 10, but in L.A., you're like an eight and a half, right? And I don't know. Absolutely. No, that is. I know you're joking, <laughs> but I'm serious. Yeah, I like. Well, on the stand up stage, your your number goes up again, right? Because our right. Because if you're on stage or behind a bar, you're perceived to be 50 percent more attractive than Agreed. you are. I met a girl at a bar, a bartender in, in Florida. I was like, oh, yeah, she's so hot. And then. Then when she's not behind the bar, you're like, oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> but like, yeah. it's a t- I and mean, that's that's how people feel when they see me on stage too. They're probably. Like, I mean, oh, that's he's how I, you know, end up sleeping with comedians. Is I'm like, yeah. we're surrounded by him. I'm like, oh, he's so funny, and like yeah. people who I don't even find it would never find attractive, but comedians that like yeah. week after week at an open mic make me laugh until I pee my pants. Yeah, I'm like that person is hilarious. Right, and then I'm I'm like. Ooh, maybe I want to make out with them. This happened with uh, a comedian who we both know who hosted at Laugh Factory on Tuesday. Oh, okay. And, and at one point I was like, ooh, he's he's a good looking guy. <laughs> he's funny. Oh, no. And then I invite, like, we were going to grab a drink. So we grabbed a drink somewhere like across the street from my old apartment. And then I invited, I was like, oh, we can go back to my place. Actually, no, we got Taco Bell. And then we went back to my Ugh. place. And as soon as we got inside, I was like, Oh, you are repulsive to me, and I never want yeah. anything to do with you. But I was like, "You live in Uptown. I'm in Wicker Park." I was like, "You can stay over." I was like, "You can sleep in my king size bed, but also like, don't fucking touch me." Right. And he didn't. And it yeah, was, of course, yeah, yeah. It's it's fun. I'm on the road a lot now too, and like because I have this fast rule because of this stupid fucking podcast that I don't fuck other comedians. Mm-hmm. Now it's like the temptation is it all the time. And then there's like comedians will be out with me and I don't drink a lot, but then when I have a couple of drinks to me, it's over. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden You're my a dick. Yeah. I'm a creeper again. <laughs> like that's probably why I shouldn't drink. Cause it's like, I make so many better decisions, but you're out with these beautiful women that I, and my opener was out and they're like drunk. And my friend's like, you should fuck her. I'm like, she's a comedian. I'm not going to do shit. Yeah. And then like, yeah, you get put in these situations, but I don't know. I, I feel like they should, you're navigating Rough waters, mm-hmm. Liz. Well, I don't try to fuck yeah. comedians. I just... It's who you're around. Yeah. But that's just like... Well, see, you, and I talked about this with someone recently. Like, in the corporate world, you're not allowed to fuck people who you work with. Mm-hmm. But in the industry, in the service industry, everyone fucks everybody. Right. I've, I was I was in the industry years ago. I get it. But it's, it's just different because mm-hmm. this is a skill set that you're going to expand and it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe things are changing. It's 2023 20, almost. So yeah. It's also weird. I feel like when you sleep, cause I've slept with plenty of, you know, coworkers in bars and stuff, mm-hmm. not, not a ton, but you know, enough where it's like, if you end things, it is going to be weird. Where like one of the guy I used to date, one of my managers secretly 
Um, and then he we he broke up with me, and then he got a new job to ghost me, so that he didn't have to keep dating right. me. And I like in those situations, it's like you can still go to work and you do your job, but I think with stand up, it's like you have to be vulnerable and like perform, yeah. and like even if you're doing the same material, it's like you're you're still putting on a face, and it's like that's much harder than just like putting on the a customer service face. Well, right. You also have to focus. You have material that you've written and mm-hmm. it's and it's a career path, right? I'm not saying service industry is a career path. For a lot of people in the service industry, it's a path it's it's a means to an end, right? You're mm-hmm. you're making money to go to law school or whatever the fuck your careers are. Or if you are gonna be in the service industry all your life, you're st- it's a stepping stone if you're yeah. a bartender. Yeah. Um with comedy and and in corporate world, that's the same thing. Like you're gonna, there's a reason why you're not allowed to fuck your coworkers, mm-hmm. and that's we don't have an HR department. This show is the HR department. <laughs> that's why we brought you in, Liz. You got to stop fucking comedians. <laughs> is this an intervention? Yeah, we brought all of them over here. We're like, come on, Bob. I, don't know. <laughs> I use fake names, but um, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's hard, but you're in, you're in LA now, and so. The stakes are a little higher, and mm-hmm. who knows what happens. But it, it is like that weird thing where it's like, okay, you've been there for a year. You're probably new blood to a, a lot of mm-hmm. established comedians. Does that happen where they're like older comics like, oh, so we should write together? <laughs> <laughs> no? Not like you'd think. Okay. I feel like because maybe they just know I wouldn't fall for it. I don't know. I did. I got in a uh, – there was a – He's an established comedian. He performs like at the improv a lot in LA. And he's a huge fucking asshole. And he, like a friend introduced us, not in like a yeah. way of just like, oh, this is so-and-so. And I was like, oh yeah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh yeah, you were hosting that show where you kept taking your time getting back to the comedians. Like you wouldn't get to the stage in time and the comedians had to stand there. Mm-hmm. And he like took that as a, he like whatever and he was like tearing me apart like literally on my appearance like saying all this very mean stuff and i mean i was saying it right back because i was like i'm not gonna stand here and like talk to me like that and i was like fucking Chappelle. yeah (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah Yeah. no he's not near the Chappelle level but he's you know you know further along than me in his career and i was like that guy's a fucking asshole and i left and i was fuming yeah and my friend who had introduced us was like oh he's gonna be in your dms oh he's just, he does that to everyone it means he likes you he's just nagging you and it's like no that was did he go in your dms he didn't no oh, okay. i was like if he goes in my dms i'm screenshotting everything putting it out all Blast. over the internet yeah, and yeah. like calling yeah. him a piece of shit like this guy is well sometimes like that's just some for a lot of comedians that's how they that's how they flirt Right, you know, because yeah. they, it's like pulling the girl's hair in third grade that you like. Mm-hmm. There's a little nagging involved, but maybe, yeah, in this situation, you probably you triggered him by saying something. Oh maybe. no, I was saying some very mean stuff, and yeah. he was saying some very mean stuff, and I was like, "Do you talk about your hair on your arms?" He had long sleeves, probably. He um, <laughs> just kidding. He said something about like a receding hairline, and I was like, "One, that's I don't have a receding hairline." No. And two, I was like, that's not even a good joke. I was like, if you knew me, you know I'm like one of the hairiest girls in the yeah. world. Like, <laughs> you do you're not, not have a receding hairline. Thank you. Yeah, I know. It, like, and and he like telling me I had small boobs and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, 
I know. <laughs> You're not hurting my feelings. Yeah, you you for sure triggered it. If he was like an established comedian, like over 30, you probably triggered something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. So, well, maybe maybe you've been, maybe he went to all the other creeper, older comedian, male comics, like, this woman is not on, <laughs> is not like, available to trick into our grooming society. Right. <laughs> also, I think I'm, I'm too young for most established male comedians. Too young? Yeah. I'm in my 30s. Too old, you mean? Too old. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I meant too right. old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not young enough. Yeah, they I got like you. I'm young. Yeah, you are. Yeah, but you look young, so they don't know that yet. Thank you. Right, like twenty nine. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just projecting because I'm creepy and old. But um, <laughs> hey, gang, I want to tell you about a new product called Nirvana CBD, premium and good tasting CBD products. If you know me, you know I'm a big fan and advocate for CBD. I've used CBD for its healing benefits on my injuries, as well as vaping CBD for a time when it just helped me clear my mind. Not the kind with THC, but the kind that just cleared my mind and kind of helped me with memory. Nirvana CBD is broad-spectrum CBD. They're 100% hemp-derived and made in the USA with high-quality ingredients. They also contain zero THC. They offer a wide selection of CBD products, including gummies, soft gels, topicals, tinctures, and pet care. Check them out at nirvanacbd.com. You will not be disappointed. Tell them I sent you. If you aren't using CBD for anything now, get on the CBD train. Use Nirvana CBD. Okay, so what do you what do you when you came here last time? You mm-hmm. you had a couple guidelines. You were you didn't like dating old guys, or, you, or I think that's what it was. They needed mm-hmm. to have a social media presence, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we talked about um, just basically dating comedians, which we already covered. Now, mm-hmm. social media presence still important. I a think good it is, one. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's important to a degree. I also think um, with all this like you know, the Tinder swindler and like all this like catfishing stuff. It's like, I need to know that you have like a real social media presence and it's not. Well, though you said, I understand having a presence, like having an account that has like people, but you said last time they have to have a good social, like impressive. Or do you still need that? Or just that they have one that's public. You're like, okay, he's, he's surfing here. He's, He's just that they a, have one. Yeah. Okay. And it seems like it's them. Fair. Yeah. There's so that, actually. The stakes have gone down a little there. I've yeah. lowered my standards. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, there's a, a guy I work with at the restaurant. He's a server. And I'm like, love him. But I'm like, I don't want to date him. But maybe I date him. I don't know. But he's great. And his Instagram, he's um, he's an actor. So he's like working on whatever that. And we like, you know, we talk a lot about like how hard it is to put yourself out there. And like, you know follow your dreams and all that. And his Instagram is like six pictures like from college. And I'm like, you have to have a better Instagram. I was like, no one's going to take you seriously as an actor. If your Instagram looks like shit, I was like, your profile picture isn't even of you. Right. If you have to market yourself, you need it to be accurate. And like, especially if you're on the dating apps, I I agree with that. Or if you're like sliding into someone's DMS. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, for me, that's what I do now, especially if people are like, hey, I saw you at Zany's. Like, I'm like, cool. Uh, you know me. You Googled my name. What's your Instagram? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm really private. I'm like, well, then this is an affair, Graham. You've already like literally 
heard all my fucking shit on Instagram. You know my whole life because <laughs> like, I talk about... You know about, everything about my parents. Yeah, right. You know about everything. And I don't even know if you look like the picture in your thing. So mm-hmm. fuck you. Um, do you have... Do you still have after shows people hitting you up or the DMs coming in? I get... Yeah, I get a lot DMs of DMs. are from the social media stuff probably, right? Yeah. I have had a few... I don't know if you saw my Instagram a few days ago. I had performed after hours at Zany's. Some guy messaged me and was like, uh, great set at Zany's. It would have been funnier if, if you, you were ugly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Which like I get some of those and it's like I don't I don't respond to them. I literally yeah. It was kind of like a weird I was like, is this a comment? Yeah. Backhanded compliment? Are you, you saying I'm not funny or are you saying if you I'm, weren't hot? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Or like I didn't you'd get be funnier it. if you were ugly or, or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, all right, kiss my ass. I don't care. Yeah. What about other? Have you had any DMs where you're like, you you're like, all right, I'm gonna go to their page. You find out, you're like, okay, he's got his good social media presence. Let's. I'll slide back. Or what do you do? You know what? There's. I've had. So when I like started posting my butt on TikTok, not even my naked butt, just my butt behind Crushing the bar. Crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. And I got like you know, thousands of new followers or like tens of thousands of followers on TikTok. And I got like 4,000 new followers on Instagram. So for me, that was huge because I like tripled what my Instagram followers are. Right. And I would get these like random, oh, one of the, um, I love greasy Italian guys. Being Italian, I love a greasy Italian. So I had a, um, an Italian like meme page reshare my like arm hair video. So I had all these creepy ass Italian guys in my DMs. And some of them were like, they live in like Jersey, but they were this one guy. I don't even know if he DM'd me or he was just like commenting. He was like, Oh, beautiful. And I was like, this guy's hot. Yeah. So I followed him back and I like, like all of his things, but it's like, he lives in Jersey. So can end up at the stress factory there. Very good comedy club. Who knows? <laughs> okay, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll let him know if I ever. Uh... It's a different world there, Jersey. That's for sure. Um, okay, so that's the. What about after shows? Are you are you getting hit up in person by guys? I feel like I don't stick around after shows, okay. or I'm like talking to other people, and and people be like, "Great set." And I'm, I I give off a pretty prominent vibe that like I'm not open to communications yeah yeah selling it's yeah you got resting bitch face (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about that but well you're also surrounded i think at shows you're probably surrounded by your guy friends and stuff so Mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard for a a non-comedian to come up and say hey you had a good set yeah especially if you're with like three of us stand-up comedians who didn't have a good set you know like (laughs) they're like oh i can't be mean to those guys but yeah. yeah um what about what are the goals? Have you changed your goals in terms of um, you, you said older guys? What are your age demo now, now that you're in your 30s? Because I think last time you were on, you weren't in your 30s. Yeah, if it was 2019, I was 29. So now I think you were like, I think at that time you triggered me too, where you're like, no one over 40. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. I do remember that. So now are you like, have you changed it to like 42 or whatever? Because now you'd have to be 10 years. Well, I'm trying to think LA. Yeah. Yeah. You got like eight years, baby, in LA. Then it's they yeah. throw you away at forty. Like they, yeah, then I have to move back. <laughs> <laughs> then you go to Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, you know what? Well the last guy I dated was younger than me. He was like a year and a half younger than me. 
and the guy I'm in love with at my work, who's the server, he's a little bit younger than me. So I'm actually now looking a little younger. You're, you want to be the alpha in the relationship? Yeah. Okay. What's you, the, go ahead. The other dynamic of um, when I was dating the last comedian mm-hmm. that I dated for a while, it was really fun because I've also dated, you know, a comedian who was further along in his career than me. And mm-hmm. I always felt like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not funny enough. Oh, why aren't I doing those shows? Oh, I don't have those opportunities. I'm not funny, whatever. I'm not f- further far enough in my career. But dating someone who's like not as far as you and you're, you can groom them. Oh my God. It's, you yeah, want to be, you can. yeah, absolutely. It's 2022, baby. <laughs> it's the women's year of the women. Yeah. I mean, we're taking your rights away. You might as well fucking do something. I know. Let me have something. Yeah. Let me no, I think that's a good men. thing. Yeah. Especially when you get further along, you can go to those open mics <laughs> and be like, I could, you want to write with me? <laughs> you got like a cigar in your head. You're like, I remember Let's my first. Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> get in the back of my Jeep Patriot. <laughs> there you go. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Groom them. No, but I. It's it's nice having someone who looks up to you and be like, "Oh, you're so funny." Oh, oh, I love your joke like this, and it's like, "Yeah, I know, I'm <laughs> hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's good. So that's your. So you've you've leaned into the your thirties by becoming, you know, a sexual predator. <laughs> almost, yeah. Why not? What's wrong with that? As long as they're It's 18, okay. It's a double standard. If a guy does it, it's creepy. But a 32-year-old attractive woman, why it's like it's like if a teacher hooks up with a, a high school student, but the high school student in this situation is a, of age. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, nothing. Uh, wrong maybe it. the dynamic is a little different. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a power. TA, TA. Teacher's yeah, yeah, assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm glad so we that's established that. <laughs> So that's the move. Okay, so that gives you some time too. Do you want to get married and have kids or you think you're uh, that's not for you or what what's the plan? What I is- feel like last time I was on that was my goal and I feel like my whole life my mom has, you know, been like, "Oh, Italian. when when you have kids, when you have kids." So like subconsciously putting in my head. And then the other night I was home with my parents cuz I'm staying with them right now and they're like, "Just so you know, there's no pressure from us to ever have kids. If you have kids and you want them, great. We'd love to be grandparents, but there is no pressure from us. And it's nice to That's hear. It's like reverse that. psychology almost. I know. Does <laughs> your you have a sister, right? My sister definitely wants to have kids. She doesn't have kids yet. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Once once they your siblings have kids, you're off the hook. Yeah. Well, they I don't think give my, a fuck about you. They just I think want your my kids. younger brother will have kids before me and my sister because he's. He just got married this summer. Oh, you're he like fine. bought a house. They want children, so they're like on that path. They'll keep my they live really close to my parents. They'll keep them busy for a while. That's all that matters. That's stress off my back. As long as you don't want to have kids. Now, if you want to have kids or you're not sure, then you've got a gap of time where you got Well, you still got a lot like 10 years. I still years. got some time. Yeah. yeah. I do, I don't you know. You could do LA until they they they, they <laughs> until get I hit rid 40 of, they, and they, yeah. they kick me come out. back, come to Wisconsin, come to Chicago, marry a a younger guy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A young farmer. Yeah. I don't know. I Sometimes I think if I like met the right person and things worked out and we had, you know, if things fell into place, it's like, oh, yeah, we can have a baby. Um, but I feel like I'm so far from meeting someone that I would want to have a child with and raise a child with that I'm like, yeah, it's okay if I never... Also, I love my dog so much and I'm so obsessed with her that I don't know that I could 
And I know people say like, if you think you love your dog this much, you're going to love your child mm. so much more. And I'm like, I don't know if I can handle loving someone more than my dog. Like, cause I love my dog so much that like, it makes me anxious sometimes. And I'm like worried about her when she's home alone. Mm. That if I had a kid, I'd be like, I don't, I don't want to be one of those crazy parents yeah. who's like, has to control everything. So. Are, are you on your dating apps? Uh, is there a picture of just your dog? No. Okay. That's like the biggest thing for me is when someone has like, you have five pictures tops on, on Hinge or Bumble or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like two are your fucking dog. I'm like, you're a crazy person. Yeah. No, I, I'm. If you're with the dog in one or two, fine. I think but. I have, I haven't, I honestly stopped using the apps really just because I, I get so angry on them. <laughs> Why do you get angry? I don't know. I just like look at these guys and I'm like, ugh, you're so annoying. Ugh, I hate your face. Yeah. Ugh. The same thing 10 times in a row of like, like, hope you like hiking. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're in LA. Yeah. 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 LA is a different, it's a different, different thing. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine. I know that my friends who are dating on there, uh, they wouldn't say they were comedians. They would just be the last thing because everyone on the dating apps in mm -hmm. LA are, is in, is an actor or a comedian. Yeah. So they'd be like, you know, I'm an Uber driver. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Gar, who was on the show, he talked about it too before he got married. Mm -hmm. He got married because of this show. No, no big deal. And, um, <laughs> but that's, that's the situation. Like, cause it was so hard to, to date there. Cause everyone is the same almost. Yeah. Well, and everyone there's, there's like an ickiness to like everyone kind of trying to be famous or mm -hmm. like trying to like succeed in their career that it's like, yeah. Ugh, do you think I'm going to do something for it? Like, do you think, I don't know. It's like, who can you, what can you do for me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, in a dating sense, it's just like so yucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're in a, you're in a weird place in a weird place, mm -hmm. but you have your dog. So that's the perfect gentleman or it's a woman, your dog. Yeah, that's a, a female. Oh, that's a woman. <laughs> Uh, I went on a date with this girl and she's like, the only man for me is, is, is whatever her dog saying was. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, you're, this is unhealthy. Yeah. And I think that, I don't think, I'm not saying you are with that, with your dog. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are a lot of women who have a, an unhealthy relationship. With oh, I dogs. definitely. You're on the border though. Yeah. For well, me. I've, I've come a long way. So everyone's like, so, cause we moved to LA and my dog started having separation anxiety. And everyone's like, Liz, it's because you're codependent. You and your dog are codependent. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. Yeah. And I've, especially when I first moved, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't leave my dog by herself. And it's like, oh, I was also too scared to go out and like do things by myself. So like I'd have to, you know, I was like, ah, she's not okay. I'm not okay. We're both, we're both yeah, scared. <laughs> and it also changes, if it changes how you uh, relate to society, then it's, it is a codependency. Like uh, I'll, ask someone out and they're like oh can can my dog come mm -hmm. like dogs aren't allowed at, at zany's or whatever <laughs> you know like and they're like oh it's like okay so you're gonna miss out on seeing this amazing comedian not me we were going <laughs> to see someone else and uh because you're fucking you can't be without your dog for 75 minutes like yeah that's insanity yeah um so that is a codependency and i think a lot of people m maybe men too i don't date guys so i don't know but i've seen that a lot within the dating community, especially after COVID, because obviously they were stuck with their dogs for big, so long. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you need to decide if you want to be a member of the dating world or just fuck your dog. Not literally, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know what? I really, um, so really quick, 
since then, since moving, my dog, you know, I, I we had some issues with her, like not being able to be left alone. And we have built some boundaries and she doesn't <laughs> sleep in dog. bed with me anymore. And she sleeps in her own bed and we do our separate, you know, we practice our separation and, and I'm doing, it's, we, do, I've put a lot of time and energy into, um, you know, making sure my dog is separate from me and we, we are doing that, but it is the best excuse to like leave something early 100%. to be like oh i gotta go let my dog out i have a joke about lying about having a dog to get out of the situation yeah i get it's it it's the best especially 100%. in la it's like oh you know i gotta get home to my dog mm-hmm. and it's like well you've only been here an hour it's like yeah but it's traffic I, it's gonna take me 40 minutes <laughs> right right and, and it sounds like the based on the dates you've gone on the other person you're going out with also has a dog so it's like oh this is cool we could have yeah. like a little you know like a I mean, dog play date half the reason i went out with the the one comedian, I was like, Ooh, he has a dog. That's, yeah, that's like a good, he's, and our dogs got along and they played really well. Oh, and it that's was like, so fucking funny. That's a good, because I also wouldn't date someone who didn't like my dog. Yeah. And my dog is very picky on who she likes. I so. love dogs. The only, the this girl that I date who had a dog, uh, it just sucked because I'd go there and the dog shed a lot. So it's like, mm. I just have to fucking do laundry like twice as much now. Mm-hmm. So. Or I'll just be like, oh, if I'm going to go to so-and-so's out after the show, I'm just going to wear my shitty jeans so I don't have to wash them for Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. That's my parents have a golden retriever and then a, like a black lab mix. So my dog, who has very short white hair, her hair doesn't stick to anything, but I'll sit down in a, like a black sweater yeah, bla- or something you can't and wear then black, you stand up and I'm like, oh, and then you wear like a too, white shirt yeah. and then like the black gets on it. And right. I'm like, man, there's no, no winning. You need a, like a nope. rolly thing anytime you... Leave the house. Fucking dogs and cats ruining ruining relationships. <laughs> yeah. Liz, we are out of time. <gasps> I do want to say this to uh, people when you when you tell people where they can find you and stuff. Your uh, Twitter is hilarious. I think I'm a Thank big you. fan, and I think I just mentioned it to someone too. I was like, it's so funny, and it's like because no one really uses Twitter anymore. But I'm like, yeah. it's so funny. Tell people where they can find out about you and your shows if you have shows coming up in yeah or wherever. Um, so my Twitter is at Jiz Zamboni. That's J-I-Z-Z-Z-A-M-B-O-N-I. And then on everything else, Instagram, TikTok, all that, I'm just at Liz Zagoni, L-I-Z-Z-A-G-O-N-E. L-I-Z-Z. Two Zs. Liz Zagoni. Got it. Well, thanks, Liz. Hopefully when you come back here in three more years... You won't be uh, so obsessed with your dog. and, and no, I'll have kidding. some better stories for better you. Better stories. No, you're welcome anytime, Liz. Thank you for coming to Singles Only Podcast. Thanks, Paul. Thanks all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. But I'm still